Welcome back. Part 2, 2018. I'm Stan the Man. 2019. I'm Jason. And I'm Shoddy. <laughs> well, I think what I you know meant to that. say was this is the, yeah, well, the part list. 2 <laughs> of the 2018 end of the year list. Oh. No, I thought, yeah, we, were doing, now, I thought we were doing 2019 no. end of the year lists. Trying to be I ahead mean, of the I'm game. <laughs> I mean, if you want to give me, you know, the time machine for a couple hours, I can go listen to the shit come back, then Stan can have it, but you've been fucking hogging it, so we don't know what's coming out in 2019. Oh, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait till next year. Well, boys. You got a breakdown for us, don't you? Yeah, yeah let's break it down. Before you say who that is, is this a new new? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. He doesn't know. Would I know this band? I don't know. It just sounds familiar. You but do I can't. not know this band. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <And> proceed. <laughs> that you're okay. shady, Jason. You know that. That's some shady <laughs> shit, dude. He asked you a fucking question. <laughs> who was it? Let's hear it. Okay. That is one of our very own listeners. Oh, is it? Patreon mm. supporter, nonetheless. Mm. From our and Patreon elite super secret Facebook group. It's for Patreon only. Well, this was uh, from a Patreon member, Ryan Levson. Uh, I think oh, it's okay. Ha- he posted that the yes. other day, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And so the band he's in is called King of Clubs with a Z at the end. The album is Vile Times. I don't know. I think it, I think it came out this year, although I don't know. I didn't look back at that, but... I don't know, dude. I listened to the whole thing today. I was listening to all the end of the year shit, and then I put this on, and I, I haven't been listening to a ton of hardcore, and I was like, fuck yeah, just just That's pure. pretty good. Yeah, that was uh, some of the longest uh, gang vocals I've ever heard. <laughs> like, they're just singing the whole fucking song gang vocals. That's why I chose that one. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, though. Yeah, I was really digging that. Dude, there's gang vocals it had all like over. The, it had, like, the terror slash, like, backtrack slash like just some good hardcore vibes in that dude you just exactly what i thought like terror backtracked a little bit of hate breathing vocals here and there just like just solid yeah yeah fucking hardcore really nice good shit ryan yeah so i was like we gotta fucking play this today because oh hell yeah super fun like i said gang vocals on like every song it's on a record label knives out records you might they got a decent following and everything but um 
Yeah, if you just like good hardcore with a lot of energy, fun, you know, go support that shit. King of Clubs. Yeah. Stan? Yeah, Stan, Sorry, hold on. I'm writing this down. Okay, okay. okay. We'll, <laughs> oh, we'll give you a second. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot to break down. We just got part two of uh, her list. Plus, we got an interview with Derek from Two Mold. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> Let's hurry this up, up I guess. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to listen to us? Uh, I'm sure he'll get brought up in some other capacity. Nah, in the yeah, next, uh, well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Two Mold? Who's Two Mold? Probably, probably two thirds. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool two-thirds. name. Maybe we'll check it out or something. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, uh, same last, order? Uh, well, yeah, same order, I guess. Let's do it. Let's do it. Number seven. Okay, me going first. Yeah, so uh, I hope you guys like death metal because I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, first one today, number seven, was uh, More To Us Through mm. Wilderness. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fucking starting the dirty shit now. This is... Uh, <laughs> This was uh, the doomiest of the dirty shit, I would say. Yeah. Pretty slow, but uh, so I didn't know this until a couple days ago, but like this is the Necrot drummer, his yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy from Exhum that played like on gore metal and all their early shit. So, I mean, they got some like, we got some backing in this, uh, the musicianship, mm-hmm. but it's just a fucking, dude, it's a solid death metal album. I mean, like this is a, you know, I would say it's probably the, it's definitely the most doomiest, but probably the most generic, I would think. Maybe that's why it's the most, you know, it didn't stand out compared to some of the other ones to me as much, but I mean, it's just solid fucking dirty death. I know what you're saying, but the reason that I brought it up a while back was because the doom death mixture was like just right. Yeah, yeah. It it's wasn't definitely overboard. doomy. Definitely doomy. But it's not like overly slow though, you know, like no, no, no. death metal it's there. Just, it's got the doom atmosphere and they, yeah. they bring it into the dirty death. Right. Yeah. See, this is one I was kind of pissed. I kept thinking, like, God, I should go back to it. I should go back to it, and then I didn't. And could be on the list because I remember really liking it, but I didn't like. I just didn't listen to it enough. Dude, it was definitely a grower for me. I mean, the first time I heard it, it was like thought it was good, but I was, like didn't love it. You know, it wasn't number seven top, but over the yeah, over time it grew on me. And I mean, I bought the thing just because the damn cover. I mean, yeah. Uh, the dead yet dream 
You can hear the doomy shit. Yes, you awesome. could. <laughs> awesome riffs. <laughs> ripping solos. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed the ripping solos, not the yeah. doomy shit. But... <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I get it. <laughs> that, yeah, but that was so fucking cool how they go so slow into that, like, they speed up into that cool riff, like... That I groovy agree. Riff. I, that was sick. I agree, but then when they get to that groovy riff, I'm just like, why can't you play at that pace the whole time? <laughs> yeah, why, because why, like why the build gotta... up made it sweet though. At first, I, I was know. like, I was coming out of that hardcore song, like, ooh, it's a little slow, and then all of a sudden he hit that groove, and then that solo, and I was like, <laughs> and those fucking dirty vocals, I was like, maybe I fucked up, maybe I should went oh, back yeah. to this album. <laughs> it, I mean. You can tell there's like, you know, the uh, I mean, obviously the guy from Exhumed, he's been around for a while, you know, you, yeah. can, you can hear the maturity in the writing of the songs too. Yeah. You know, it's very well transitioned songs, very, you know, good structures and stuff. Not kind of over the place, some, some other dirty death out there right now, but yeah, so I'm with you now. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that for sure. And I think, I think I said it last time, but I believe Matt Harvey wrote the lyrics to that song. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I think, I think. Shoddy, what do you have? Dirty Death Metal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, no. unfortunately, I do not. I have a, a pick that you have already brought to the table. Oh, okay. It is the Vartherion, the Patriarchs of Evil. Yeah, Varathron. The Vartheron. I, I, I have no idea. The Greek Who black metal shit? Yes, sir. Yeah, the Greek black metal shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nice. That's pretty high on your list. Yeah, dude. I mean, so... Uh, you brought it up. You were right when you you know described them earlier on in the list. I think you said you listened to Tenimbro or whatever the first song is. Tenebris. It just gets Tenebris. There it is, and then it just gets fucking stuck in your head <sighs> repeatedly, repeatedly. That's how the whole album was for me. I le- like it was one of those loop albums for a little bit. Cause, dude, it's just I don't know what it was. It was that like groove mixed with that like thrash that i really mm. enjoyed about it i think this will be one i'll be listening to for a while i completely agree with you yeah the production's sick on it yeah it sounds beautiful i don't know i can't believe i never heard of them before because they've been around forever dude 90s dude i completely agree and i haven't like gone back and listened to you know their earlier shit so i mean if it's anything like this then i mean we have a treasure trove of shit to listen to yeah Stan, is this so, like anywhere up your alley or no? Uh, it's on my. Li- it's like w- one of the first ones I'm gonna check out after we're done with this mm. list bullshit. You know, I've been kind of just waiting, just sticking to my list still, and then I yeah, I got a list of stuff I'm gonna check out next year. Yeah. All right. Well, my number seven also has been mentioned before. I kept my mouth shut. No spoilers from this guy, but this is none other than fucking immortal. Northern Chaos Gods. Oh, mm, made wow. your list. Okay, That's high on your list, dude. It's too. high, and you know, when dude. I when I first brought it up, I was like, oh, you know, it's not gonna be on the end of the year list or anything, but it's fun, it's cool. But like, when you keep going back to an album, you know, like week after week, and just throwing it on and just like banging your head, and it makes you just feel awesome. Like, it has to go on the list, you know? I agree. Oh yeah, I completely agree, man. I was listening or reading some shit the other day of some asshole saying like, yeah, I listened to that album more than any other ones, but. It's not on my list. These are on my list or whatever. It's like, what the fuck is what wrong the fuck with are you, you talking about? What the fuck about? is your yeah. list then? Yeah, like this one critically is better. Like it just is, be- you know, but like, no, motherfucker. Did you listen to it a lot? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> bullshit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's what I mean. Like, I understand yeah. it. They're not, do- it's nothing new, you know, it's immortal. I mean, it's like the same fucking themes and the same shit, but like, dude, it's just so good. It's just so fun. The riffs are fucking amazing. Like, Into Battle Ride. Are you kidding me? You know? It's just fun, dude. And, like, Michigan Winters, like, what's better to play than a new Immortal CD? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like, I know everybody's already said it, but, like, the fact that it's just Demon Oz, like, it's cool because, like, I didn't really care about the last uh, Immortal album. But then you get this one, and it's, like, Demon Oz somehow mixes his old writing style with the later stuff that Abbott was doing and just mixes the two together so well. 
probably better than what they could have done, you know, without him. What happened if Abbott came back? Dude, it mm-hmm. would just be like the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, I don't think they just that's fight? out of the, I don't know. I don't think it... I mean, obviously, he's got to have some respect for him like more now because of this album. Yeah. And, you know, I, dude, I, I don't think it's out of the question. I, think I could cool. see it happening. I know. That's what I mean. I could see it. It'd be and cool. then they're just going to just make the greatest fucking album <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I know Abbott is supposed to have a new one this year. So, Oh, really? We'll see. <laughs> Staniel. Oh, we already said number six, six, six. Ah, <laughs> uh, my number six. I wouldn't six, say dirty six. death. Definitely not dirty. Pretty clean, actually. Uh, the new horrendous. Mm-hmm. Oh, some might think that's low. I no. I don't know. No. I say, think six is a pretty good spot for that. Yeah, it's on. I didn't it's l- coming up for me here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we might just talk Spoiler. about it now. <laughs> do okay. I, do I need to go next, or I mean, do you need to go next? <laughs> well, we got to talk no. about it a little yeah, bit. I want to hear what Stan's got to say. Um, Why is it at six and not like gonna, number one? I think I need more time with this one. And I definitely don't, don't get me wrong. I listen to this, but there's, there's kind of a lot to take in on this one. Yeah. You know, and this is, uh, this is one of the ones I'm, I'm excited to dissect it more and get my true feelings on it. I think I'm rushing this a little bit and it's still at six. So that's saying something. Oh yeah. You know, but as of right now, do I like it as much as Anaretta? Uh, I don't know, but it's different. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got mixed feelings right now on this one. Yeah. But it's good at the same time. It's like amazing. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's exactly my feelings on it. It was like, you know, I will say this, spend more time on it because for me, that's exactly it. Like it's a grower. Yeah. Like when I first brought it up, I was like really digging a few of the songs, but I was like exactly what you said. Like, is it as good as Anaretta? I don't know. But then I'm like, yeah, but it's so different. Like, you know, okay, this is what I figured out. I just need to listen to it when I'm in a slightly different mood. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Anaretta's just a little bit more 
That's my issue with it, though. It's yeah. like, Anaretta, I can just put it on and listen to it whenever. Like, mm-hmm. this didn't made my list simply because of that reason. I felt like I had to be in the right mood to listen to it. And I don't... It's nothing against it, because I think it's a great album. I just thought it was, I don't a little too drawn out at times. But then when they got to the point, there wasn't enough there. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't... I've listened I get to what it a you're little saying. bit. But you, it's just... I don't know. I was in the same predicament that you two were, and I was like, oh, Anaretta, Anaretta, Anaretta. But like after I just sat down and listened to it, I just, I don't know. I don't like the mood thing. Okay. Yeah, because it is, it's not as like intense, you know? It's uh, yep. It's a little more, I don't know, musical or whatever. Dude, but dude, Chuck would be so proud of this band though. Yeah. It, I mean, that's just, that's all I think about. It's just like they're death, but they're not like copycats, like whatsoever. I'm not saying that, but you know, yeah, they're doing exactly what death did in, in such a good way. And like, you know, God, carrying you say this, it, but you're fucking taking the fucking words out of my flag mouth. of death metal without, without just, you know, not pu- putting out the same record. So I, I don't know. No, that's exactly no. what I wrote down. I was like, fuck, like it really is. I, and I know when I was just interviewing them, they were like saying how they didn't really get the death comparison. But I think it's like what you just said. They're not, it's not that they sound like death. It's just every album, they're changing it and progressing. And it's like fucking cool. I think the new bass player really added like a ton to it. I mm-hmm. really fucking love what he did on, does on it. And uh, not to mention the production that oh, uh, Damien, the one <laughs> guitarist does. Like, oh my God, dude, the production. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's on my list and it's fucking great too. <laughs> so was that your number six or <laughs> no? We'll get okay, to okay. it. Don't See, rush. That's me. Why, okay. that's why I was <laughs> like, do you want to just go now, bro? Because yeah, yeah, it's not next. Too, it's but, not okay. next, but I wanted to get okay. to it. Yeah. All right, my number six is uh, one that Stan already has uh, spoken for on his list, uh, and it is the new Hate Eternal album upon Desolate Sands. Wow. Fuck yeah. So it's high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, it's so fucking good. Like, I listened to it once straight through, and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck did I listen to? I seriously didn't know it. Like, I, I knew it was a Hate Eternal album, but I was like, it, is, did I download the wrong thing? Is this something yeah, yeah. fucked up? 
But yeah, and then I just kept listening to it <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> and it's just one of like, I could like, before the cast, we were talking about home demo work, bullshit like that. This is an album you could throw on, do whatever the fuck you want. Go on a bike ride, run, break shit, fornicate <laughs> too. I mean, it's just a beautiful <laughs> album all around. So, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised, Jason, that you haven't listened to it more. You really need to go and listen know. to it more because once you do, you're going to be like, oh, duh, that's a good album, guys. <laughs> so, and I can't wait for that. Well, you assholes <laughs> didn't bring this shit up once this year, and now you're fucking... Dude, this was a late bloomer. This was like, uh, I threw it on uh, around like Thanksgiving, I think is when I first started listening to it. And it's literally just been solid. Like when I don't know what to listen to, I just put this album on. So It kind of seems like you and Stan have a fucking secret text message group and you're fucking <laughs> keeping me out of the loop. Actually, no. I, no. I put a bug in, his, in the crib and I've just been listening <laughs> to what he's been listening to. So when I hear something good, I, oh shit, yeah, okay. I checked that out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You know it's got Han or Hannes Grossman from like all the tech death bands and necrophagist and th- as, as the drummer on this one. Oh really? Yeah. No, that explains why it's so the, why the drums are so fucking tight. Yeah. It's, that, it's I've been wanting to listen to just for that reason. Cause he's badass, dude, like spawn of possession, you know, he's just been in everything. Just listen to the title track, uh, upon desolate sands, whenever you get a chance. I mean, I put portal of myriad as the, the clip that I wanted mm-hmm. people to listen to, but just listen to that song when you get a chance, like when we're done with this, cause it's just fucking epic. And there's like vocal, in the background and it's like a I don't know to me it reminded me of like the beginning of it at least reminds me of some sort of like a gladiator like Egyptian type of shit going on but then it just fucking breaks into it so I don't Dude, it's a great album. It should be a little bit higher, but you'll see why it's not in five picks. When Stan, <laughs> <laughs> when Stan brought it up, I said, you know, I'll add it to the list. So I just added it to the fake list. That you know. Oh yeah, the thanks. Add, add it to the so real list now, bro. Real but now, <laughs> now that I got two of you, I'll, I'll put it on the real list, I guess. So wait, my question is: so does like 
does all my shit go to the fake list or is it just you need like <laughs> or is it... no comment i think all of my shit definitely goes into the fake list definitely yeah, yeah i'll add to the list <laughs> all right my number six man this thing jumped all over the place but it's uh rivers of nile where i always know my name Oh, okay. okay. I know a lot of people have been having it, you know, one, two, three, whatever. Has it ever been your one? Um, It's been like in the top three for like the whole year. Okay. But never I, one. Um, well, nah, I didn't really think it was going to hit one exactly just because of uh, my mood this year. It's really what it was like because it's a little more on the mellow side compared to like a lot of these other albums. I didn't go to it as much just because for some reason or another, I was more into just some heavier, faster stuff. But when I am in the mood for it, like this one isn't even subjectively good. It's just fucking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's you, you hit it right on the nail. Like, that's exactly why it's not even on my list. Like, mm, it's I, not on your list. Dan? No, no. Why? Just because <laughs> it's not. I'm, I'm just wondering. I didn't mean it to come I mean, out my like top that. seven is six too of them are dirty death. Like, you know, <laughs> for caveman. It, yeah. Uh, okay. Just, okay. Well, I mean, it's thing. coming up on my list, so I guess I'll reserve my comments. Or do you just want to hear them now? You can whatever you want. Jump in or wait. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just. I think it's a beautiful album. <laughs> I mean, agree with you one hundred percent. Beautiful. But I. I just also think that it's like a d- departure from them and what they've done, like on past albums, but just a little bit. But it's enough for me to be like, holy shit! Like I remember the first time I listened to the album. The second the horns and all that, I guess I'm going to call it organic shit starts coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then it starts building on itself. And then, I don't know, man. It's just, it's another beautiful journey from a very, very, very talented band that until this year hasn't been getting enough recognition. So Exactly. Because of people that, like me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, I can understand how people could be like, I mean, you who have at least listened to it, right, Stan? Oh, of course, yes. Okay, and it's you enjoyed good. it while you listened to it, right? It, it, yes, it's just it's okay. hard for me to get in that mood. But that's know. still that's still all that matters, though. Like you didn't oh, like, it's just amazing. throw it away once the fucking horns came in. And we're oh like, no, this it's shit, amazing. That's not metal, like dude. I started saxophone at fifth grade. I know, dude. You know, I know you did. I'm just, I know you did. I was just stereotyping some people who would hear that and be like, what is this shit, Scott? Yeah, and yeah. then turn it off. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed it, man. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, like when I'm in that zone, I just want something like this. Like, I sit there, I'm just like, holy shit, this is good.
it's just crazy. Like the sax works so good. And I'm kind of bummed. And when like the first interview we did with him, like Brody was saying like, yeah, I don't, you know, we, we didn't want to use it too much. Like we don't want to be known as a saxophone band, but mm-hmm. so it makes me bum. Like, I really hope they keep it in there. Like I honestly would but be no, fine if no, they no, did. No, 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 no. I would be, I would think that we should never hear it again. Yeah. It would just be, that's, I mean, I'm just thinking the way that the band is going, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be out of the norm if we didn't hear it anymore. Like, I would just expect something different. I mean, maybe like here and there, but you're not going to hear the long sonatas like you heard mm-hmm. in this last album. So I don't think you will either, but like, so where do they go from there? Like, what do they do to, to up it? Well, so like you were talking about, this is a little bit of a, a mellower, like a, a slower, darker album. Which does this represent any season? Yeah, autumn. Okay, that's so. We're probably gonna get to a little bit more desolate shit then. I mean, are mm. they gonna, have they gone to winter? No, they did summer. I mean, Wait, yeah, I don't spring. know what was their one before. Oh, spring. I have. Yeah, I'm just assuming. I have no idea, man. I, I knew that what the you first said this was, was. I knew that you t- talked about this being some concept shit. So I don't know. Maybe we're gonna get into some. I don't know. Maybe more desolate, but harder shit. I mean, I'm not expecting to go black metal route, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might be like a little bit more on the edgy side, but still have those atmospheric, desolate sounding That'd be funny tones. if they did pull a fucking left turn uh, and dude, started talking it, about frostbite and winters and, <laughs> <laughs> and no cleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more cleans. Fu- yeah, that'd yeah. be fucked up. And the only the only like other organic thing that you hear is just like a fucking horn, like one of those like old con shells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the one before it was spring because it has like rain eater, soil and seed. So yeah, that's gotta be like spring, right? The conscious yeah, seed I mean, of, of light. I mean you planted the, that in my head, so I don't uh, know. Oh yeah, the first track. I've never uh, looked into it. It's spring. So okay. they got winter next, yeah. So Yeah, so I mean Black we called it Black Metal Rivers of Nile album is next. So yep, here, yes, here, it is. Here first. <laughs> With a bath doing a shitload of guest vocals. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number five. Uh, My number five, uh, one of the early ones this year, oh man, it made it all the way to the top five, is Mammoth Grinder, Mm, Cosmic Crypt. Yep. This was one of those, uh, this is one of those ones I heard and I was like, oh man, this is going to be a top, this is going to be a top five. Can we, can I listen to this real quick before we go? Yes.
So I wanted to hear it. I mean, it, it's Stan. Yeah, it's Stan. Yeah, like it's it's Stan music. Oh, yeah, I but this one's this one's different though. This one's I'm, very hardcore. Yeah. I mean, like, I was feel I was feeling that, but I mean, you cut it out when it fucking got into the good shit. Okay, dude, it's uh one guy from Power Trip and two guys from Iron Reagan. I mean, this is you know hardcore. Yeah, but it's like death metal. It's just it's it's different, and then. It just, it's stuck with me all the whole year. I never really could get into it. Really? I mean, it's not, it's not like I don't like it. I remember listening to it once, maybe twice. And I remember thinking it was good. It just wasn't something that I was like jumping to, you know what I mean? See, for me, it was like, it was filling that hardcore vibe. Like, you know, anytime I wanted that hardcore, like Mm. I'd go to this. Like, so, I mean, there's a lot of good hardcore albums this year. Don't get me wrong, but I mean... This was kind of like I'm gonna. This is my go-to if I want to listen. You know, I was in a mood for hardcore. I think that's it. Like I'm not as big into when hardcore mixes with punk or hardcore. Or I'm sorry, death metal goes the more hardcore punk route. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fine with the DB influence and all oh, that. And and, no, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess maybe it's just because like I. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll listen to hardcore. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I maybe get I should it. listen to it again. But it just I never could get fully into it. But yeah, but I loved it. That's why it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right fair enough all right my my number five boys yeah i, I think we lost jason no i'm here <laughs> oh you're here okay he's just waiting me to do you want me to introduce your number five for you <laughs> yeah do, do you know it uh it's between the barrier to me holy shit that's a good fucking that it is between the no it's not and me. fuck off yes it is it's autumn of one and two Damn. Ooh, yes oh, that was a, a great fucking can we guess, allow this Jason. can we allow this oh this what? guy again with the eps <laughs> how is that e- how are they eps oh so it's are they ep i don't know yeah, they're they're not, do, it's two eps you i don't know what you guys want me to do <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. That's what I want. I don't think I don't think they're actually EPs. Are they actually EPs? Yeah, I actually don't EPs. Know. Yeah, in the interview, why are you doing them in two EPs? And they explained why. I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. I'm fucking well, kidding. That, I think you can allow isn't it. The, isn't that the way that the fucking bands are going now? Well, I don't know, but I, I would say it's fair just because it's it was within like a few months, and it's like it's a it full says album. It was the first part of two a parts. two-piece album, so that's why I put Automa one and two. So it's see, an that's album. why I, I kind of thought it was more. I put both of them. Yeah. Okay. If I would have liked it enough to put, it, I would have done it too. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the track listing, whole, first of all, if you look at the track listing on the second album, it's seven, eight, nine, and ten. So technically, it's one mm, album just uh, released. They're two separate. Yeah. So, like I said, why would you release it? No, that's what their intention was for sure. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I think they wanted it, to try and just like get people's attention a few times and let people digest it. You know, I mean, that's bit the reason why it's a number five because they pissed me off. So because <laughs> I would have rather just had it in the start, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. There's. I mean, like we were just talking about the whole rivers of Nil with the whole musicality and with some of the organic shit that they bring into it i mean the clip that i picked from voice of trespass highlights clean singing there's a little bit of jazz going on the fucking drums are not metal by any means and then he throws a fucking metal fill in there it's just it's a very 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 different snippet of the rest of the fucking album but i guess that's just what we've come to expect from between the buried and me saga epic i don't know what the fuck you want to call this but yeah, I don't know, dude. I really enjoyed it. I listened to the hell out of the first part when it came out. 
that's why I was mad because I knew that there was something better. Like you could just hear it at the end of track six. It's supposed to go into something. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was just standing there waiting for what was happening next. And then a couple months later, they finally gave us the second part. And then I mashed them all together and then listened to them and fucking, you know, as it should have been listened to from the start. And then, yeah, it's just, it's, See, a, know, it's a great album. I, I didn't get into the second part. I listened to it like twice and I loved the first part. Don't get me wrong. Like I really did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But that second part, I was just wasn't digging it, and I didn't well, get that experience that you got. What was it about the second part that you didn't like? Because I really didn't enjoy it at first, listening to it by itself, because I felt like it was just like, what the fuck is this? But when it was when I put them together is when it made sense, because I to honestly me, didn't like part two at first either, man. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, to me, like, first part was just throwback to BT Bam, like, the sh- all the shit I loved about him, yep. you know? And it was just like, because I've been not into this band for a while now, so I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah. And then the second one kind of went back to their shit why I don't like them, you know, experimenting and, you know, it wasn't like straightforward BT Bam to me. And it's good, don't get me wrong, but... But for those very reasons are why when you listen to it as a whole makes it the perfect album. Cause it See, really that's what is, I need to actually it, sit down yeah. and do. That's a good point. Yeah, because yeah. especially by the either. time it rounds out the end of Voice of Trespass and then into the grid, they're starting to pull more shit from the beginning again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and because it's weird when you listen to it, the number seven, the proverbial below track one on the second part of the album. I mean, it's not weird to start it out like that, but like I could understand, like, especially if you just went and picked this up and then just put it into your CD player, like, oh, I'll just listen to this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Like, I know that they didn't intend people to do that and they didn't think that people not knowing between the Buried and Me would just randomly pick this album up and throw that in before listening to the other one. But I hate when you're right. I hate when you're <laughs> right. I got to do it. I got to do it back to back because I'm with Stan. I was like all about the first and then I just didn't jump into the second but maybe if it came after it it's yeah. just it's just hey, a much more clip, natural you, transition was the clip from part but, two yeah the clip was from part two yeah i want to hear it yeah it's yeah. number nine vo- the uh, voice of trespass
That was a fun clip. Yeah, dude, especially in the end when fucking uh, Blake finishes the fill and then just yells, one, two, three, and yeah. the band comes back in. It just reminds you of like an old jazz band or something. I was just going to say, um, of course you like this. Like the well, dude exactly. who played in jazz band. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, Well, exactly. And that's why it's so exciting because you're listening to the song and then they throw shit like this in there. And yeah. it's what, I mean, that was the reason why I loved Between the Buried and Me. The first album I heard was Colors. It wasn't anything before that. So... That's why when I went back and listened to the old shit, it was nice, but the newer stuff is more of the reason why I first fell in love with this band. Mm -hmm. So, You just got added to the real list. It, uh, <laughs> it's on there. No, it's on the no, real it's list. It's definitely a good okay. pick. Oh, the, oh the, okay, yeah. Thank yeah, you. The, the I, made the, I made the real list, you guys. <laughs> uh, Stan's, New Year's uh, Stan's last pick's on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting off the year strong, Stan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, my number five is horrendous. Okay, o okay. So not nice, far nice. off, not far off. Yeah, I wanted to. I felt, and this really, I was kind of debating, man. Even today, I was like, this could jump to like, uh, I could jump down. I don't know. We'll see. Like over time, I, I could see myself bringing it down a little bit. But this was a, a good top five. So any of these could be up here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, back to you, Stan. All right, number four. All right, my number four is actually my uh, non-death metal pick on the top Ooh. seven. What could it be? What could it be? Wait, I thought you were about to say non-metal pick, and then I was going to say, it's okay, Stan. It's <laughs> no, okay, it's... Stan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to guess? guess it. I don't think you're going to guess this. No? No. So it's non-death metal. Has it been brought up before? Yeah, it has been. By who? Uh, actually, I can give you a hint. Um, I believe these are too many fucking hints, dude. What the hell no, is this shit? I believe, uh, I believe August brought this one up. Um, Allfather? No. High and Fire? Right. No. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> that angst album, Ghost of a Timeless Void. Oh, on one of the oh, Patreon okay. episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what... I can't remember where I found this, but I just... Oh. I fucking love this album. This It's that blackened hardcore... A-N-C-S-T or something or? Yeah, yes, that's it. Yeah, Anster, yeah. okay. I don't know how you pronounce it, but. I know what you're talking about. And I know it, it did creep up on his list too. And he he had the way to pronounce it. But uh, dude, it's just a fucking good album. It's just like, I don't know. It's just solid straight through. It's got that HM2 sound, but it's like blackened and mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's hear well, it. Let's, yeah, let's listen to it. Your presence is 
I wanted to see where it was going at the end. <laughs> dude, it's <laughs> dude, it's <laughs> that's how that whole album is though. It's like, d- dude, it's just fucking good songs, catchy and like keep you yeah. keep you entertained. And I just didn't even know this, but this is a solo project. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. One man. Maybe he's got some guest vocals, but that's what yeah. it's looking like. Yeah, I didn't even know this. But the, dude, the guy's crazy. He put out like, okay, this year he put out uh, he had a split, two full lengths, <laughs> a compilation, and an Jesus. EP. <laughs> oh, I, I seen li- there was multiple. Dude, I haven't listened to any of the other shit. I just okay. this one caught my eye, you know, months ago when it was brought up, and I just loved it. You know, we did that episode, the black metal one for James. You know, mm-hmm. and for anyone who didn't listen, like you know, black metal for a hardcore kid. This is probably what we should have gave him, right? Oh, I agree. yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, he'd love it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, another one to check out. Up. I just, no, I listened to this album. I just forgot about him. Yeah, I, I remember when we just, did it. I remember liking yeah, it. I loved it. It's one of those ones that easily I could have forgot too, and I'm glad I didn't, just because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. But, well, those fuckers on Patreon give us so much good shit. Oh, I know. It's hard to keep up with this hard shit. Hard to keep up. Dude, I, I know. It's hard to keep up. That's why we love them. It is. We should be paying them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) We got number four. Uh, Maybe I can guess it again. Yeah, let's guess it. It's it's been on the list. It was on Stan's list. The only hints you're getting. Uh, necrophobic. There you go. Ding, oh. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, mark of the necrogram. That's that's high um, up on yours. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, it was it was an early bloomer uh, this year. Kind of kicked off 2018 for me. Still remember getting the vinyl in the mail. It's uh, beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is. Uh, it came possession. from fucking Germany and had all this Deutschland writing all over it, <laughs> like basically Fred GLA tape, but in in German. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's a great album. Like you were saying before, it has that throwback to that um, dissection feel. But it's yeah. like I don't know, dude. There's the speed. I mean, the song that I picked for people to listen to is Zar Bamba.
So Hell like yeah. you guys were to, like we talked about before when Stan had it on. It's just I feel like the whole album from start to finish is obviously amazing. It's in my top five. But I can feel how some people get a little like maybe burnt out after like track seven, eight ish. But um that's just because they're not fucking hard enough. <laughs> but um yeah, I don't I don't know. We don't need to waste too much time because we already we dove yeah. into it a good amount with the. Uh, I do got Stan one question for you us. though. What is the question? So this band obviously has been a you know they're pretty big in you know Sweden it seems like and they've been around for a while. Have you checked out any other any of their other shit? So yeah, I listened to the album that came out right before this. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I really enjoyed it. Like I didn't I didn't listen to it as That's much good, as though. this one, but it's good. Yeah, I mean I would definitely recommend it. I only listened to it maybe about two or three times. But I just kept wanting to listen to Mark of the Necrogram. So yeah, yeah. I think I need to go back and listen to it. But I was hearing a lot of the same shit that I was liking. Yeah, I've heard good shit about their old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I... Jay, you I ever check the, it out? Yeah, yeah Jay, I haven't. I don't remember which albums I like the best. Because they've had member changes and shit. Like, I think that okay. the vocalist well, on this one... It's is not like, the same. No, He's it's new. like one of the originals from, like, way be, way back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think right. some people it out and shit. Yep, yeah, I was just going to say, I know the band has been riddled with... I mean, people died on them and shit. Like, they had band members, you know, like, perish. So, like, just a bunch of bad luck, I guess. So, the band's been cursed mm-hmm. until this album. So Yeah, I feel like this is, like, a just a good mixture of people in it. Like, I, mm. I did like it better than the earlier stuff, but maybe that's just because I didn't really spend as much time on it but when you said Sarbama like it just immediately pops into my head dude, right I know it's, it, dude. it's such <laughs> a that's like the catchiest uh, where did I see something like uh, someone said something like uh, only if like Taylor Swift could like <laughs> make a song this catchy like <laughs> they're talking about that song that. me? yeah didn't you say that? no I read it somewhere <laughs> Well, you made a joke about Taylor Swift on the last episode, and then one of the Patreons made a joke about Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's what all comes back <laughs> to you, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many beers did you have last time, Stan? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I never keep track. <laughs> all right. I never my, keep track. My number four again, man. I don't know. I feel like I kind of don't want to say it because I don't know. Maybe I should go higher up. But at the time of making this list, it's too mold, manner oh, of infinite forms. That's kind of... <laughs> He's I don't so know. So. <laughs> Depending on where four. you are, four is like four. a good number. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I know. It should be top three. Come on. <laughs> I know. Well, that I was seriously like fighting with myself, and then I was just like, eh, whatever. Like What's honestly, gonna, honestly, yeah. my top five, if I'm being fully honest, aren't really that ordered. Like I want them to be, but they're like they're not really. I my know, number dude, one so is pretty much my number one. But the the these four here are like pretty interchangeable. So, okay. but yeah, but yeah, it's fucking great. Like it's oh, one dude. of the best albums of the fucking year. Not not even just one of the best death metal albums. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just straight up one of the best albums of the year. Dude, and everyone's uh, talking about it, and every yeah. kind of person, every kind of metalhead loves this album, and. I don't know. It's That's just- what's fun to see. It's not just like the underground death metal scene. It's like mm-hmm. just people are into it. Why do you think that is, Stan? I have my ideas. Um, well, okay. Obviously, anyone from a, any kind of a guitar background is going to love this fucking album. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the riffs are just, oh, man. I mean, you, you, we talk about the riff of the year. I mean, I don't know. I can't pick which tomb mold riff it's going to be. You know, like, that's <laughs> how it is. Like, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I don't want to, well, I don't want to spoil the interview, so I'm not going to say what Derek okay. said, but, but, I think it's just like the memorability of it. Like Mm -hmm. how many death metal albums do you listen to and you forget what was on it after you turn it off? 
Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? And not that that's a bad thing. Like, it could be a great album. But the reason this is, like, so high up is I can think of the riffs right now. Like, those riffs get stuck in your head. Oh, yeah. They're catchy, even though it's weird to say. They're catchy, they're memorable, and it's just amazing songwriting. I like the old two mold album, like Primordial, Malignity, or whatever. I think that was my honorable mention last year. But what separates it for me is this one is just the songs are just written just a little better, a little mm-hmm. bit more memorable. And the grooves, man, like, I don't know. It's just the grooves. Yeah, I can see why people are getting into it. Everything about it, like the vocals, it beat out some other death metal albums just because it has the full package. Like some other albums have one or two of these things, but two, this, this album just has every part of it, mm-hmm. you know? And it still has that finished death metal thing that's just so great about it. it's still weird as shit but yet it's it's accessible kind of in a way mm-hmm. production's fucking great arthur uh rizik or whatever who did like um power trip last year and all that like just perfect production for it so yeah i knew this was going to be here since we talked about it i just didn't know if it would be number one or number four or what but mm-hmm. yeah it was an instant top three for me yeah okay all right well maybe we'll let's i guess we'll wait to see the number huh yep Okay. Actually, we're on number uh, number three. It's not too old. Mm. My number three is, uh, dude. This was hard, hard top three. But uh, my number three is Scorched Elliptic Butchery. Oh, nice. The fucking. We just talked about Tomb Mold, the groove, but I mean, oh God, these guys did it fucking good. They did. <laughs> and it made it so dirty and so, <laughs> like, Tomb Mold's obviously different. Like, my no, my top three, obviously, dirty death metal. They're very interchangeable. I mean, pretty <laughs> similar. But, I mean, Tomb Mold just had the riffs. That's what they had, you know, yeah. back in them. Scorched had the fucking groove. And yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those albums I fucking fell in love with. I don't think it's the best out of those the next three, you know, but I just fucking mm-hmm. loved it every minute of this. Like, this is the album, like, you know, I want to write, you know, this is the dirty death <laughs> that I think of, like, I want to write. Yeah.
I'm totally, totally with you. And I'm glad you brought it because it's it, it's an honorable mention for me. Okay. But dude, I love the, like like you said, the grooves. And then like, I really, really like the vocals. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. does kind of the, kind of like what Chase from Gate Creeper will do. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where yeah, he'll yeah, be yeah. in the low register and then he'll do those weird fucking, <laughs> like, dude. I, what do you, I don't know, like a high moment, like like a wild scream. I don't, I don't even know, dude, but. It's there's a lot of character there, whereas like a couple other ones I had in there, like I, it, it just lacked in that. Whereas like I don't know this one, it's a full album listen. I really like all the sound effects shit they do. Yep. You know what I mean? It just feels like a like a just mature good fucking album front to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't know, I I bought most of my top fifteen, but uh yeah, you buy the CD, you get it like a extra CD with it, it's double CD, so it's really good shit on that one too. Yeah, it's like they're oh. all a compilation of their old shit. Well, I'm going to go on Bandcamp after this. Yep. <laughs> 20 bucks spin. Yep. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shoddy. All right. An album that we've already talked about in length, but it is Rivers of Nil, where owls know my name. Ooh, three. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like we, we said before, all that organic shit, yada, yada, yada. The reason why this is higher than the Between the Buried and Me album is because I expected that shit to come from Between the Buried and Me album. I didn't expect that mm. out of Rivers of Nil. Mm-hmm. So, point. like I said before, I was just taken back serene i was like what the fuck is this i loved it so it was just it stayed up on the top of the list and then when i'm doing it towards the end of the year i was like should it really be third and i went back and listened to it like i don't know maybe early december and then i was like yeah it should probably definitely be in the top three still (laughs) so that is all she wrote deserving jason what do you have for us okay so this is like this is the wild card this is the only one that um you guys i don't think you know and I don't know. I'm really curious to see what you're gonna what you're gonna think of it. So, Chapel of Disease is the band name. Okay. Anybody familiar? No, no, I don't think okay. so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the album. I'm gonna try it here. It's and as we have seen the storm, we have embraced the eye. It's death metal, but it's definitely not death metal. Okay. I guess they, now that you said the name. Okay. I recognize this, but I don't know if I'd listen to it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I found it on the Decibel Top 20 or whatever. It came out like just in November. So that's why I was like kind of wrestling like where to put it because I didn't have enough time with it totally. And when I first listened to it, I was like, this is cool. And I listened to it again and I was like, wait a minute. This isn't death metal enough. Like it's not, it's not intense or heavy enough. And then I listened to it again. I was like, but this is fucking fun. Because what they do is they mix like... Death metal vocals, picture Martin Van Drunen or any kind of just that old school death metal vocal with like weird 70s heavy metal riffing and like vintage tube amp uh, sound guitar um, tones. It's just the riffing is nothing of what you would expect, right? Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I really don't know if you guys are going to like this, but it's so fucking fun. Actually, let's go ahead and listen to it. I think that's the only way you're going you're gonna to get an idea.
What'd you guys think? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. I'll give it that. Yeah, I found I, myself wondering how this was your three, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I'd like to give it a chance. I want to say agree. that. I agree. Because it, it did seem fun, but like, mm, it, they better do some shit that's gonna impress me. Because <laughs> you know, yeah, it's uh, it's different. Oh yeah, it is, and that's why. Like I. Like I said, I, I don't know. I don't really think you guys would be loving it, but I've just never heard anything like this before. I've never heard this combination to this degree. Like you hear death and roll, you know, stuff like that. But it's it's more calculated. Whereas this is like freestyling, dude. It's like they're jamming. It's like it sounds like they recorded it live in, an, in a room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think the vocals are so good. And, and the songwriting is just so on point. Like it's long solos like that. And the mistake I think I made the first couple times was I was just like, oh, but I just give me two mold. I want to just be bashed in the head. But then like I'll put this one on like like in the shower. This is like my go to before I'm going to go do something like it's just like a, like exactly like just fun. It's not mm. when I want to be beaten to death. It's more just like when I want to like get in a good mood or just kind of um, be taken away by it because they just go all kinds of weird places in that 70s rock kind of a way. But it's not for everybody. But for people maybe who like Tribulation or bands that kind of do mix more of that like death with different riffing styles, then could be something to get really into. And I think it'd be really fucking cool live because they just probably would just extend it out even more. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I was wrestling with this being, I don't know, is it better than two mold? I don't know, but I really like it. So yeah, don't be stupid. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) come on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't actually (laughs) know. It's number three, but... It's definitely my top five. I know that it's not going to be. It's one I'll be coming back to quite a bit. Fair enough. It keeps getting better, but. All right. All right. Getting down there. Number two. Number two. Tomb mold. It wasn't number (laughs) one. I thought this was a for sure number one, but there's one that crept up. Okay. In the end. Or not in the end, but over. I'm really curious now. Yeah. Tomb mold, though. I mean, God, I mean, we we talked about it enough. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, ask me in a year. This is probably going to be number one. Like, I was stupid. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> but. Yep. I'm going to be curious and see why your number one beat this out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. I yeah. don't even know so, if I have a reason. <laughs> Shoddy. All right, my turn then. Uh, my number two is uh, one familiar to this podcast. It is our friends from, I believe, the UK. It's uh, the Sludge album, Exoteric Malacogny. <laughs> Exoteric Malacology. Malacology. Thank you. Thank you for that, Stan. Uh, but Just yeah, it's the Sludge album, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we waited a little bit for it, finally got it. And um, I think it was asked on a bonus episode or maybe earlier on or something. We talked about Sludge before, and it was asked if I went back to that album. The 2016 album. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, no, yeah. it was 15, yeah, the yeah. Dim, the Dim and Slimmer Ridden Kingdoms, I believe is what the album was. Yeah. I went back to that album until the day this album came out. And then it's literally, I haven't touched it since. Um, yeah. It's classic sludge, but again, they reinvented themselves. It sounds a lot better. I mean, they're signed now to, an, uh, to a label. They had some help um, with some of the production, I'm assuming. Or I don't know if that's just no, dude, that's getting better. Oh, that's him dude then that's fucked up yeah that's what's so, so amazing about it like yeah, he every, did all that every album he just keeps getting better and better and better and better so yeah yeah it's There's just two they, dudes and yep just the name two of them. Uh, they don't have a drummer it's uh, well, now they yeah. do well no, i was just gonna say yeah they didn't have a drummer now they do but i mean i just still can't believe we're going with the whole slug shit it's just <laughs> fucked up to me like i was telling a friend about this and then the one of my like co-worker females heard it and she was like 
they have a band that just talks about slugs and i'm like yeah the four <laughs> albums sl- strong and they're still going like she's yeah. like that's the subject matter i was like yes ma'am that is the entire <laughs> subject matter <laughs> so wait who were you explaining this to well this i was talking to Ke- i was just... talking to kelsey who was the metalhead because he was asking what my end of the year list was oh. and then i told him sludge and he's like what the fuck is that so he had to look him up but when i was explaining sludge to him i was like yeah dude they're like uh it's like a concept band about like being a slug like being in a slug's world and he starts reading well, some of kinda. the names and she's like you know, and that's when she asked that question. So she's a non-metalhead asking, but... <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know if you were just like really intense just trying to explain it to her and she didn't care, you know? No, no. I mean, I, I mean, me and Kelsey <laughs> were talking and she was just there doing work overhearing right. the conversation. So she was involved whether or not she wanted to be. <laughs> it was a public space. Uh, well, that's so, what's fucked up about it, dude. It's like they're talking about the silliest shit ever. I, but the I, fact I, that everybody's taking it so serious because it's the music <laughs> so fucking good. Dude, it's, am- it's fucking amazing amazing like i don't yeah. that's the thing is i'll be honest with you i haven't even looked into the lyrics because like it's just the music is too damn good i don't have time to look at the lyrics mm-hmm. yet when i'm still listening to everything else but i know i'll probably laugh when i read some of them yeah so but it's just yeah it's amazing work it really is all right my number two skeleton witch devouring radiant light I was there hoping I wasn't. I was hoping for the trifecta here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It, like I said, right from when we, we first talked about, it, I knew this was going to be top five. I liked, I liked their old shit, but I really liked once they lost the singer. I mean, I loved him, but I just like their style changes. Like I liked the EP. I liked where they were going with it, and they just went like even further and even more where I wanted them to go. Like again, with all, I guess this is like the factor for me. Like there's so many sing along moments in it. Like there's a lot of parts that you can actually like seeing them live would be really cool now because there's a lot of cool parts that you could just sing along to for for a black and thrash album. There's a lot of just like feel good parts, you know, whether it's like a cool chorus or a melodic lead and just like mixing that like fucking black and thrash. So good. So good. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. That is not easy to do. A lot of bands do black and thrash and all that. But this is I don't know. Yep. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's not a lot you can say about it. It's just fucking good. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
a lot of people have been talking about it and for good reason. There you go. I just can't get enough of it. I I keep going back to it. I know I will go back to it a lot more and I just really want to see them live. I fucked up and missed them the one time they Dude, came. And Same here. And, yeah. and it was right before this album came out so we yeah. know that shit would have been played from it. So I know. Yep, trifecta. All right, well, number one. to this. All right, oh. number <laughs> That's pretty disgusting, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you, boys. All right, my one. Uh, do I, we want to play it first? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's play so all the ones good. first. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like you picked the perfect clip to to like show them oh my god yeah dude that that song okay so shoddy this is outer heaven realms of eternal dk okay um yeah i mean that song just that one put me in the running you know (laughs) it might be better in two mold and then over the months yeah it crept up there it's a little it's funny when you because when i first brought this up i said might be better than two mole and you were yeah. like what no. yeah i know i know <laughs> <laughs> what no no it's not <laughs> and you know so like shoddy you you haven't been really receptive to my death metal tonight like you know no, but, but this one like it, that's the reason why i think that's one of the reasons why it was so high up on my list is because it's very acceptable to you might not like dirty death metal but you're gonna like this fucking album i mean and you're gonna like those riffs yeah exactly i mean they d- okay so two mold did the riffs better scorched i mean yeah they probably did the groove better you know more to us might have had like the better doomy song structure better mm-hmm. but this one just had everything mm-hmm. as a whole better okay and it was okay and it's a debut album compared to i mean a lot of those were debuts but Good point, good point. And then the last reason is they're fucking named after Metal Gear, so... <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> why it's number one. <laughs> what is the name again? Outer Heaven. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's uh, it's an honorable mention. Oh wow. oh, wow. I know, yeah, yeah. It was on my list for all year, and then, honestly, it's probably that one, like I said. Well, there was a few. There was a few, but um, it's a great fucking album. I won't argue that. They're just... Dude, Death Metal's hard, man. There's so many good ones this year alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I loved it. I've loved it. And it's, who knows? Over time, I'm, I know I'll go back to it, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I like it because they, like, kind of, they take shit from a lot of different Death Metal styles. Yes. It's it not just the, one thing. It was the bigger total package for me. Yeah. That's why it's one. Yeah, you can't just, 
I don't think in 2018 or 2019 you can just be a throwback death metal band. You gotta at least inject some shit into it or it's got to be something different about it. And I think two mold were able to do that. Like it's not just some retro yeah. HM2 sound or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they still have, they have their own shit going on. The same thing with, I think with outer heaven, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They take enough from different things, put it all into a blender. And it's like, it doesn't just sound like one other thing. No. So. And if, if no one's heard this fucking CD, go just stop what you're doing. <laughs> just I gotta take on. a break real quick, boys. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Shoddy what do you got Alright listen to my track one boys You guys are laughing. I, Everybody I, knew I, I totally coming. forgot. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Number one is Inferi Revenant. Uh, of uh, course. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I actually listened to this like three weeks ago again. Like, you know, and I, I, I did enjoy it at the, when it came out, but like. I forgot how fucking good it was, but like this whole time I was like, "What shit? He's number one. I can't, I can't get, the, I can't guess this." And like the minute, like the first second it got popped yeah. out, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so stupid, dude!" I've been waiting since we started a fucking podcast to be able to put an album by them number one because they haven't fucking had one out yet. Oh, so. that's true. But I mean, honestly, dude, it's it's a goddamn masterpiece, so, like from start to finish. I remember you not okay. I remember you yeah, loving so, it. When it came out, but not mm-hmm. as much as Path. So we didn't get into it much when it came out, and I don't really know why. And I remember, like, I listened to it a shitload when it came out, and then it kind of fell off. I kind of felt that way a little bit. Like, it wasn't Path. I was happy with it, but it felt a little bit darker. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then I seen him live, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I'd still listen mm. to it here and there, but it wasn't, like, solid one yet. And then when I seen them live, I guess that more that solidified mm. it. A sometimes testament it takes to what that. they were putting on the CD. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it does, man. I mean, I don't know. Every time I listen to it, I just think that's fucked that humans are doing that. Mm-hmm. I think the drummer is ridiculous. He's... I mean, just listen to the shit that he does. It's just so talented. Like, I guess most drummers in, like, technical bands like this just play fast as fuck the whole time. But the fills that this guy throws in and the way that he utilizes the double bass pedal to do the fills is just fucked up. Like, listen to the tempo changes and how he'll fluctuate between, like, doing 
even just like 16th note and 32nd notes on the bass drum. It's just stupid. Like, <laughs> and then he's pairing that with like Tom fills and throwing cymbal shit in there. Like the dude's hands don't stop fucking moving. It's just ridiculous, man. Like very rarely is he sitting there for longer than two measures playing the same thing. It seems like so. I mean, those solos. The I mean, I feel like it's every like two or three minutes. Somebody's just fucking shredding, and it's just <laughs> what I look for in music. Like, if I could give up every talent and every everything that I had to just be able to shred like that, I would walk the streets with a fucking amp on my side, just shredding in people's faces nonstop, dude. <laughs> Bleeding my fucking hands just from shredding all day long, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's. Dude, I it's hate the I I really do in a way hate this genre, but uh, dude, I love this fucking band. I mean, they're too damn good. Yeah, it's they're a great band. I can't wait for them to come back. So good pick, <laughs> definitely. Jason, all right, the suspense. Drum roll. My number one is it. JD is number one. Six feet under, unburied. Period. Comma. <laughs> 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 that was great. Uh, that was great. I love Barnes. <laughs> Chris fucking Barnes. <laughs> For anybody who didn't Buck see metal it. sucks. <laughs> you forgot Buck about the that control. Part. Yeah. Fuck the controlled metal media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got Barnes back. Uh, dude, he, I got he made a good too. Twitter post the other day. I mean, he you know he enlightened me and said that uh, and unburied a collection of B sides. <laughs> Just the top metal album of 2018. <laughs> it said fuck the control and period slash comma. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I'm gonna keep using that from now on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use it from now. Whenever I get into a fight with the wife, period slash comma. <laughs> that uh, I don't know if it's uh, part of our awards ceremony, uh, the greatest metal moment, but that that's got my vote right there <laughs> of 2018. <laughs> How do you not love Chris Barnes, man? Come on. If you don't, then the you The best should... Twitter follow yeah. I've ever had. I agree. I completely agree. All right. My number one, Slugge Esoteric Mail. Okay. Shut no. up. Wow. Yeah, you know, I kind of, I actually kind of had the, I, I kind of thought Jason might have this as I was like, I was one. surprised. Yeah. I, honestly, I was yeah. waiting for it and I was, I was like, oh, the fucker's going to honorable mention it, but. <laughs> damn it's dude. been a weird year for me dude i don't know i would have thought i would have had like stan like seven death metal picks yeah well yeah. this is death metal but but it's, you know yeah, what it's, I mean I, it's I, not I the old school variety Shadows bleed in 
It's just too good. I bought it as soon as it came out and it's been in my car all year. It's just one of those CDs, you know what I mean? Or albums that like, it hasn't, it doesn't leave this, the car. So it's just, yep. I put it on all the time. And um, I don't know, dude, like at first I remember thinking like, well, the production could be a little better, even though like the fact that he did it, on, like Matt did it on his own is amazing, you know, but I am, I would, I would kind of like to hear it. I guess it might even just be like, give him a live drummer. You know what I mean? Oh, There's like yeah, little things yeah. that could be perfected, but it doesn't matter because it's just so good. The songwriting is so good. And it's just like, like you said, like the, the last album, Dim and Slimmer or whatever was really good, but like they just went bigger. Dude, it's, it's Matt's vocals too. I feel like he's not, there's no shell anymore or whatever. Yes. He's just, he's belting. The song that I would have picked was Slave Goo World. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the clip that I have in there is just a portion of him just, it's the the clean part of that song. And he's just belt. It's so clean and so powerful. But then he just gets into this mm-hmm. nasty shit right after. It's just Dude. his vocals, I feel like, of what come. Because the, the guitar and the drums, the, the music was there before. But I felt like his vocals were just hiding behind that shit. Now mm-hmm. he's front and center. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you said it because that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, I had what I have written down. I'm sorry, like I the stole vocals. the thunder, no, dude. I'm, dude. I'm sorry. It's just, I was, <laughs> when I, we talked about it, I was like, fuck, I didn't talk about the vocals. And yeah. Then you bring it up, so No, I'm, dude, because I don't think that gets talked about enough. Everybody's talking about this album this year, but the dude's vocals, like you said, man, I mean, he can sound like deep as Michael Ackerfeld used to be mm-hmm. from Opeth to Travis Ryan, Cattle, I was just going to say, man, do you hear that? Do you hear like yes. the transition, the hybrid, like s- growl, scream, clean singing shit that Matt does? Yes. That sounds like, I didn't know if I was going to go too far out by by bringing up no. cattle by saying that. Because I hear it all the time and I'm like, holy shit, the dude's talented. Because yes. like, yeah, you're no. right. He so you do got three. Do you, have any, do you have any more vocal styles that you can think of? Um, I mean, not really. Those were like the two. I mean, because he just does so much. I don't really know what to compare it as far as like the cleans go. Because he does those so good too. It's like the dude can do everything. That's why I like. Dude, it's. That's fucking cool, man. Dude, I was just going to say the cleans are so operatic. Like, it's just like, it sounds like. He's like the fucking Phantom of the Opera or some shit. Like, <laughs> and I think of his face with the mask on sometimes, and I just start laughing. And then they're singing about fucking slugs. So it's like but that's not Phantom of like, the that's Opera. That's what I feel I like he sells it because of yeah. like the, his vocals. Like, be, like it sounds larger than life, and because it's like about mm-hmm. fucking slugs, like taking over and like bowing down to that. Like the way he does it sells it. And that's like how metal. That's the metal I like. Like larger than life. Like just fucking ridiculous. Like it's cool. Like. That's metal, dude. Even if it's about fucking slugs, like, dude, I, I love know, that. Man. That's your fucking number one pick. That's so I awesome. I should have known because he was. I, he dude, was I know. talking been... about being very weird while you brought it up, like <laughs> yeah. you know, being short. Like I'm not gonna say too much. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. he let me talk for that long, though. I'm surprised he was like, or no, actually. I know what he's going to do. Motherfucker's going to edit all the shit out that I said. And literally go, my number two pick was, I like sludge. And then it's just going to go to Stan's pick. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Sure, that's yeah, good right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You like Gojira. You like fucking cattle. You like tech death. You like metal. 
You'll like this album. <laughs> You'll yeah, like oh, this yeah. Album. Stan, is this anywhere for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, honorable mention, yeah. I mean, it's kind of just, it kind of got lost in the dirty death. But, I mean, dude, it's yeah. it's like, dude, it's fucking good. And, I mean, I know at the right time I'm going to love this album as much as you guys did, but yeah. it's not I there get yet. it. All right. Um, shout out a few honorables that we didn't mention. Yeah. Can I start? Go for it. I got that Psy album, Hair to Despair. Oh, that really? That Japanese okay. um, avant-garde spell shit it. that came out. Is it? What's the spell? Like S-I-G-H, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, S-I-G-H. Okay. So I don't know if it's Psy or Psy. I have no idea. <laughs> um, anyway, it's I fucking really, really enjoyed it. It was an honorable mention. It almost made it on this list, but I couldn't fit room for it. I just remember being in a trance, I feel like, the whole time I listened to it. And I just wanted to listen to it again and then again. And then I was like, what the fuck is this? But yeah, yeah I just really liked it. Uh, I really liked the, the Arsis album that came out this year, Visitin. Um, mm. I know we talked about that a little bit earlier on. I didn't know how I felt about it back then. I mean, it's just classic Arsis. If you were waiting for something from them or liked them in the past, then you'll definitely like this album. Um, and I also really enjoyed the Dragon Lord album, Dominion. I think that's oh, like yeah. the super project from some other people that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, it's kind of like, we talked about it before in one of the past episodes. You can find a, a full breakdown there. But it's kind of like um, uh, over the top, black, kind of like Demi Bourjour a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, a little bit harder at times. But I would still say with a lot of that symphonic operatic shit as well there. Um, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's just, it's real. I really enjoyed the solos. So that was the one thing that I feel like Demu didn't have um, were just the solos. So, yeah. and the, the Gorod album is on here, but I talked about that already. So, right. That, that's that's it for my honorable. Oh, and the Bleed From Within album. Oh, that that no was my shit. metalcore pick of the of You guys kind of made fun didn't. of me when I brought that up. No, dude, the Era album. Yeah, I brought it up on a... We'll remember, and then I came back and slapped myself in the face and said, this was the Parkway Drive album that I wasn't given this oh, year. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah, I think thinking you're thinking of something else. else. Yeah, I think I'm you're thinking, thinking of something else. else. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Metalcore one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, I mean, enough. yeah, that was my... That was another honorable. I mean, it's just a very fun listen. Yeah. So, fuck Parkway Drive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there we go. That's All it right. for me. I'll, I'll go next. I'll keep it to five. Um. Okay. Extremity. A uh, mm. little bit disappointed in it, but... I did think it was solid too. At the same time, it's just if you like if you like solid death metal, go for it. Harms Sounds w- like a child, <laughs> a little disappointed in it, but you had to put it on the list because it's like it's, a kid. Yeah, I guess I wanted it on the list. You know, but I wasn't just, mad. I was just a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I just uh, it's good. I just was expecting more. But well, okay. yeah, I know what you okay. mean. Um, Harm's Way actually uh, was a grower on me, and yeah, I really yeah. like that fucking album at the end of the year. One I'm excited to dive into deeper because it was fucking so good. Like the first couple listens was the gruesome album. Mm, uh, okay, I forget what it's called. A death Twisted trip. prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, convulsing. Oh the yeah, okay. one man death metal project wasn't. I didn't like it as much as I feel like the hype it got, but it's definitely solid. And I'm I'm into that one man shit. So for one yeah. man, fucking awesome. And then the last one, um, Genocide Pact, you know, kind of like Gate Creeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one we seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of one of those things, once I seen him live, that one crept up. And I love that album so much more after we seen him live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mine. We already talked about Outer Heaven. Five, Scorched. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Outer finish? Heaven, Scorched. Fucker. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> necrophobic so whatever those are all fucking great those are the top of the list but then i'm surprised nobody brought up chemists 
Uh, yeah, Dude, you know, was, uh, come I, on, it was fucking good. I was I hoping mean, somebody was, would. It was good, but like I don't know that it made any sort of list. Like I feel like mm. it, it wasn't on my top twenty-five. So oh, okay, yeah. see, yeah. it's definitely in my. It's right there, like twenty for sure. Twenty-five. Uh, I guess I, I should take that back. It probably would have been twenty-five. I fucking love that. And then um, the other one that was really close was that tribulation one again. Not it for you good. guys. No, I actually oh, enjoyed really? it. Yeah. Oh, okay be like 22 yeah okay okay down below yeah i mean like i said like you, like you were saying shoddy i seen these guys live and it like changed my life like it was just so fucking good and um i like them so much more now so and then at the gates dude i yeah I don't know. A lot of people didn't I'm like sorry, it but. that was another honorable mention of mine as well we talked yeah. about that a little bit earlier on though that's why i feel like yeah. i forgot to talk about that yeah i know a lot of people like weren't as into it and i get it but dude it's at the gates like i'm just a sucker I, for I, it i right there with you man so I mean, good yeah <laughs> like it's just at the gates man like i know like people didn't like the production and stuff but i found myself getting into that it's a little more raw and shit you know and yeah. i didn't mind the production but we just talked about it. i just wanted speed a little oh. bit more fast that's all i wanted that's all yeah. i wanted i know i'll be listening to it for a long time you know so and then last one i'll throw in there is another black metal one funeral mist that um came along later in the year really fucking dug that too but cool. i'll keep it to that cool Pretty good year, I think. It was. Yeah, I think it was, Pretty too. good year. All right, we better fucking end it, because you got to listen to this interview. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah? I thought it was pretty cool. It was with Derek. He's the he's the guitarist and songwriter, pretty much. And uh, it was pretty last minute. Like, I just kind of hit him up, seeing if he wanted to do it. And then I didn't know if we were going to do it, so I didn't prepare for it. And then he was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, today's cool. So we just kind of did it. I didn't really prepare for it much. But he was Slacker. really cool. Man. Yeah. Well, I didn't have time. He was just like, let's do it. And then yeah. like a couple hours and we just did it. So those dude, those are the best interviews though. Honestly, they, yeah, I felt like it was. We kind of just talked and he was a really cool guy and I kind of found myself liking it even more after talking to him. So nice. Enjoy that and fucking listen to some two mold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it for 2018. We hope you come back next year. <laughs> Please stay. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't go. <laughs> Uh, head over to if Patreon you if some... you uh, want to be part of the award show. We got a lot of good categories coming up. I did. I yeah, can't wait to do that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get dressed up and shit, even though nobody's <laughs> no, like not going to see me. Put a, put a tux on and shit. Award ceremony. Light some black candles and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, put... I invited my wife. She's going to be sitting here with the dress on. I got a red oh, carpet dude. going down my stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up another fantastic year. I'm staying the man. I'm Jason. I'm Shuddy. You guys stay metal.
So what I know you guys have done a bunch of tours or not a bunch of tours, but you guys were on tour with Horrendous and all that this year. Yeah. Um, wh- what have you guys been up to just recently? Any Anything, any shows or anything like that? Well, we got back from just that short little run of shows with Horrendous. And then we played one show just outside of Toronto. And then we're going to do one more before the end of the year. Um, just there's a punk record shop here in Toronto that's shutting down. So they want to do like one final show. So we we're going to play that. And then after that, probably just not play for a while and uh, finish learning the new record and go record it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so (laughs) (laughs) that's fast, man. You guys are, it's insane how quick you guys have stuff coming out. It seems like every uh, couple of months there's something to look forward to. Yeah, we, it's like, I don't know, like Max and myself, Max who does drums and vocals, we're like the two original members and it's, it's just really easy for us to write stuff like I usually come up with the, like I write the songs on my own and then I bring them to the band. But I mean, he's so good at knowing what to play, where to play it. I, I don't tell him anything. He just does it himself. So we can bang out songs in like a pretty timely fashion. And then we're just like, well, we better record it. Cause like, we don't want to sit on these or else we're going <laughs> to get sick of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, but it seems like, oh man, I don't know. Like you, you never sit down and you're just having trouble coming up with something. I mean, it's a lot yeah, to be coming up with. It comes, it comes in bursts really. Like, you know, I think when we wrote, like, I think manner of infinite forms was, I think I started writing that record before we even had Payson and Steve join the band just right around that time. And I feel like I did that in like a two week period. It just kind wow. of all comes out at once, but then I'll go months without writing anything. And then, after because usually at that point then i'm just like okay well i'm in the mode of like making these songs as good as we can do it and then learning them playing them touring them and then usually at that point when like the dust sort of settles it's like oh okay i got i got some new ideas yeah yeah that's cool i mean so do you do you usually like sit down and say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna see what i can come up with or is something like you're driving down the road and you're just like you know what i've gotten a riff a riff idea or whatever it's mostly when i'm just like kind of like sitting in front of like my computer watching basketball. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> wow, okay. I just I just sit there with a guitar nearby, and then like I just like kind of just like dick around on it. And then if something sounds good, then I'll like make a voice memo of it, and then just like save it for later, and then right. go back to it, and then kind of start building around it if I think it's good. But yeah, it's a pretty like it's a pretty solitary solitary process, but it seems to work for us. So yeah, I mean it's funny too because sometimes some of the best bands out there have one guy that's kind of the even if he's not doing all the writing he's kind of the band leader or he's coming up with a lot of the sure. ideas you know the and, driving force or yeah you want to put it yeah for sure do you think like I, I to me it seems like sometimes you can be a little more creative that way just because you don't have to get rid of an idea for somebody else in the band or that sort of thing do you ever think like that or no yeah totally i think there's a bit of that i think the other thing too is is that well when it comes to when it comes to like the aesthetic that we choose and all that stuff, it's always like a group decision. Um, but we always are pretty into each other's ideas on that stuff. Like, Oh, did you see this guy? Oh yeah, he's good. Like we should have him do like a record cover or something or like Mm -hmm. a t-shirt design. And then when it comes to the actual like inner workings of like the music and stuff, I mean, Max and I split the lyric writing and we will talk about that beforehand. But, uh, yeah, I think like there's definitely some sort of tone that's set, I suppose. But I don't know. It's not as it's not as rigid as like what I say goes. Sure. Sort of. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, like 
something like that, somewhere in between. I hear you. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then so so you got you and you said uh, Steve is his name or Max. Max is drums and vocals, and then Steve's bass, and then Payson is the other guitar player. Right. So so you and Max, um, so you guys get together and you guys have kind of jammed this stuff out. Have you guys been playing together a long time or? Yeah, we've all been playing with each other like on and off for years now. Okay. Um, but yeah, Max and I seem to have like a pretty pretty good dynamic with like just like being able to write well and fast. Yeah. And then then the other dudes are usually they're there when they can be, and if but if we if they can't, it's okay. They'll learn it later. But we try to keep everybody as involved as possible. But sometimes, like Max and I, can just work really fast without distraction. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool yeah. too. If you guys are putting out stuff so quickly, it's almost like you're probably not overthinking it. I would assume if you don't have too no. much time to, you're just kind of getting yeah, it out there. That's the thing, man. I can't like. There's definitely records that come out where like, I listen to it. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. But like, they definitely like thought about this, or they definitely like worked on this song for like like upwards of like half a year or something yeah yeah and that's that's cool like no no diss on that i think that's sick i just can't do it like i'll like pull my hair out (laughs) i think i don't have like i always try to have as much patience as possible but with stuff like that like i don't know you need the patience of a saint and clearly like i just don't have it (laughs) right right i respect that because i'm a very analytical guy and i feel like i would probably be that dude that's if you gave me a long time frame to put an album out, I would be dissecting it. Oh, this oh, sure. might not be good enough, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to hear a band where you have an album that's not, you know, it doesn't have to be just completely polished and perfect. It's just kind of, it's out there as is, you know. Yeah, no, like I think, I think it, I think it helps because we just sort of, you know, we're we're happy with the songs, but then we'll sort of leave it up to other and like other people's hands to like make them better. So like. I mean, not like the tapes so much. The tapes, I mean, I, I love the tapes that we do and Max records them all. Oh, so okay. it's fun to, it's fun to like listen to each one we do because he just keeps getting like better and better at recording and mixing and all that stuff. But when it comes to like, to like the last record we did, you know, we had Arthur Rizik mix it and we didn't really give him any like notes up front. We're just like, yeah, like here it is. It's uh, <laughs> kind of what we want it to sound like. And then we got a mix back and we're like, yeah, this is great. Here's like two or three tiny notes. And he, wow. he was like, wow, this is really easy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're not. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We don't have anything super rigid in mind. We're not, we're not very like, yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty loose with that stuff. Yeah. I would that's say. cool. Yeah. What, with the Arthur Rizik, what was there a reason you guys went to him in particular? Uh, just liked his, just liked what he did and heard really good things about working with him. Uh, he had mixed some records that I quite liked, especially like that first Piss Grave record that came out a couple years ago. Okay. I was like, oh yeah, this guy like, this guy gets it. He gets it, yeah, right, yeah. right. That's cool, and that's cool. it was easy, like, I feel like there was a string of records that came out that just sound a little like too like overly compressed in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that we didn't have that. None of us really wanted that for Manner of Infinite Forms. And so we were pretty like upfront about that, but like we were never really worried about that with him. Just like... Yeah, it was just it was just easy. Felt like a no brainer decision. Yeah, well, it's, it's an amazing production because you're right. It's it sounds clean. Like you can hear everything in there, so everything comes through. It's not like yeah. it's some super necro production or anything like that. But at the same time, it's not all polished up, and you know, it's just it's, it fits your guys' sound in my opinion really well. Yeah, exactly. It's like somewhere in the middle, and like yeah, I'm I we were extremely pleased with how it came out. Like, right, right. No, no complaints on our end. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it seems like I've been seeing so much too lately. With uh, like every couple weeks, it's like another list. This guy, this album's been ending up on. You know. 
Like just, yeah. uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, Rolling Stone had it on their list. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I saw that one. Um, that one was funny only because um, a lot of people were like, holy shit, you're on Rolling Stone. It's like, yeah, but like Rolling Stone puts out like multiple lists. It's not right. like we're on like one end all be all list. It's still sick. Like it's still something that like both like both my parents like messaged me like, hey, did you see this? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, saw that. I kind of forget about like the um the reach of like certain publications yeah only because you kind of forget that like i still think of rolling stone as a magazine right so i yeah. kind of forget that people go on their website and because i just assume who reads magazines anymore right like, i mean i like them but i don't buy them like nearly like how i might have once upon a time but uh yeah that was cool we've been on i don't know on a fair amount of year-end lists which is yeah it's nice for sure. It's got to at least feel good, especially yeah, the, the Rolling Stone thing's got to be cool for, with the parents being that I'm sure a lot of parents, I don't know how your parents are, but with death metal, it might be hard to like explain any kind of success you have or don't have. But you see it on any kind of Rolling Stone list. People are going to be like, OK, they're doing something yeah. cool, you know? No, for sure. Like my, I'm, I'm lucky, like I'm fortunate because like my parents understand it. You know, they, they grew up listening to cool shit. So oh, that's uh, cool. I, I got a little fortune on that. But um, yeah, no, the, the lists are cool. Um it's definitely something that's nice to savor like in the moment, but I don't want to dwell on it too much only mm-hmm. because I mean, the thing that freaks me out with music now is just the way people like consume it. Um, yeah. Like it, it feels like a lot of, I don't know, like with, with, uh, with stuff like with streaming and whatnot being so readily available, it's like an all you can eat buffet, right? Like you're mm-hmm. just filling your plate and you're just like, you're mounting it down. But like, are you really digesting anything? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that when we see that we get on lists, like it's like, oh, like, you know, some people did take the time to like listen to it. Um, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like if someone could be like, oh, I think that record's great. And it's like, maybe they only listen to it once, you know, but exactly. that's fine. But it's, it's good. But it, it also like, I think it, for me, at least it just pushes me to be like, okay, well, like, well, what can we do next? Yeah. To, like, you know, well, how do we keep this going? Like we have momentum, but like, let's keep, let's keep pushing out music. Yeah. And I think like, that's smart, man. Cause it's like you said, someone could be into it that week or that month, but then it's, it's almost like with everybody, there's a competition. Like you gotta be up on what's out right now. So everybody's yeah. like jumping from one band to another band. And I've oh, been thinking yeah, about that a sure. lot this year too. Cause it's cool to have so much stuff out, but at the same time, it's like, God, sometimes you just want to, it's nice to just sit down with an album for more than uh a couple of weeks and just kind of keep coming back to it not have to always be looking at what else is out there. Oh, for sure. And it's even like, yeah, I feel like there's, there's always this like, not pressure. That's the wrong word, but like, it's either like people are either listening to things that are like very, very much current or stuff that's like very, very much older. So if you're like thinking about, let's just say death metal, it's like either people are listening to what's coming out right now or like what came out in like 1993. That's a really good point. <laughs> and it's like, well, what about like, and I've been thinking about this a lot because like outside of metal, I've been listening to a bunch of records that I liked in like the early 2010s, like 2011, 2012. And it's like, yeah. these records are still really good. And it's like, these people are still doing stuff and they're still good at what they do. But it's like, do we just kind of forget about those records? Like, because they haven't been, I don't know, there's no, there's no legacy behind it. They haven't been like immortalized right. or anything yet. Like, like the way like music that's had more time to digest has you know it's like yeah exactly it's like you know you could really like there could be a really good rock band going right now but we don't think of it the same way we think about like early 90s dinosaur junior records mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but maybe someday we will right like that's what's hard know. to say yeah yeah 
that's the thing is like that's what i think that's what freaks me out it's just like how fleeting music can feel sometimes yeah but same with everything like it's not just music it's it's all forms of like media now i know the accessibility is awesome but like i i I worry it comes at like a bit of a price but i guess that's why bands tour yeah stay yeah you know i've been thinking about a lot too and just like how yeah i don't know just like how do i kind of like deal with that because i don't like to I, I really just, I mean, I love music with a passion. And so sure. I, 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 this year, I've, like last year, I was really just trying to always, always be finding the new bands and really stay what's up on it. You know, being that we do the podcast, we try and show people new bands and stuff. But yeah. this year I was kind of like, I'm going to check out a lot of stuff, but if I'm not feeling it, I'm going to just kind of put it down and go with the, the ones that I'm just really into and just try and spend a little more time on, on that, For you sure. know, so that I can kind of still spend time on like you said some of the stuff that's older or or not so old or yeah. i don't know just not getting too caught up in it, it you know because it's fun to find new stuff but at the same time it's just yeah. it's weird these days no for sure it's like yeah it's moves fast right like yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> at the same time it's hey you know people are finding your you know you guys out and your new album too so like you know there's pluses and minuses oh for sure and like we're still like i think we're still in shock over all of it to be yeah. honest with you like I don't know. A lot of this came out of nowhere for us. Like this band was just supposed to be like Max and I were just going to make a couple tapes and then like, you know, call it a day. Right. Right. And then we did a tape and it went over. Okay. And then, you know, we like uh, got offered to do a record and we're like, Oh shit. Okay. We can do a record. (laughs) And then it was like, Oh, we have to go play shows. We got to make this a real band. And then just kind of went from there. But like, yeah, we're still like, we're still pretty mystified by it. Like, oh, yeah. But we're like, we're like, we're extremely grateful. Like, this is fun for us. Like, this is why we do it. Right. Because it's like, we enjoy it. Yeah. Right. Um, Has it been cool finally getting to do some of these tours? Because it seems like you've more recently started with that. Yeah. Like, I I would say we've gone on a few tours now. Um, This one with Horrendous was short, but we knew it'd be good because it was all cities that we've played before and that we always do pretty well in. And we were stoked on on the bills because like both Diaba and Horrendous are awesome. That mm-hmm. new Horrendous record is like so good. Yeah. Oh it is yeah. So so good. It, like makes me mad how good it is. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I'm a huge fan too. Yeah, and they're terrific people. Really like playing shows with them. It was like a bummer. It was like we were like, oh man, it's only gonna be like four shows, but it's gonna be four really good shows. That's mm-hmm. easy. And then by the time we got to like the last show, I was like, I had feel like I haven't had enough time to like talk to these people. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Really get to know them. Whereas like it was different when we went on tour in last tour we did before that was in June with uh, a feather and bone from Denver. Yeah. Right. Of course. And that was 14 shows, I think. And we're all in a van together the entire time. And it was like five minutes into being around each other. We knew that like this was going to be awesome. <laughs> and then it was, and that was even harder though. Like, leaving those guys really uh, yeah that's the hard i feel like the hardest part about like i don't know when you're when you're younger and you're playing in more like diy stuff and like you're you're just happy to like play in vancouver to like 20 kids in a video store like it's not the same like you're like this is cool but like i can't wait to go home because like i feel like we made a big mistake <laughs> yeah but then right. you play these shows and you you connect with all these people you connect with your bandmates you connect with people you tour with and you go home and it just feels like I don't know. It feels like you've been on acid for like two weeks and the come down is just awful. That's cool that you guys um, have been into it so much so so far, though. Yeah, no, it's it's terrific. But we just like we're not built to we're not built to tour all the time. OK, uh, you know, like three of us are like over 30. Mm-hmm. Some of us are some of us have like careers. 
some of us are like married or thinking about that, thinking about like even slowing down. So it's yeah. like the stuff is like it's it's cool in the moment, but I think that's what pushes us to do so much stuff because it's just like we feel like we're on borrowed time a little bit. Sure, yeah. And but then the the touring we can still do it, but we just like really can't commit to like super long tours. And I don't think any of us would really want to do that anyways. So we yeah. try to we'll try to break it up. Like we'll go on tour a couple times next year. Um, for sure. Cause like we still haven't even been to like really the West coast of America. So right. Yeah. Yeah. We need to do that at some point for sure. That's cool. Keep it short. Keep makes it, it'll, it'll stay fun. It's not going to tire you guys out. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I know like when you guys started, I was reading up on you guys a while back and you know, and with your first earlier material, you guys had that stronger finish sound that you guys were aiming for and all that. And we yeah. just did an episode about kind of like the finish scene and finished death mm-hmm. metal. And I've been, you know, digging into a lot more this past year. What what uh like what how did you guys get into that? Was it just you guys always listen to death metal and or or what was it about the finished stuff that you guys always liked? I think it was um well I remember like when I heard I think like the first death metal stuff I would have heard would have been like just all the big names, I suppose, right? Like all the big American names, like yeah. you know, Death, Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, so on and so forth. Um I think the first finished record I heard was the convulse LP. Okay. Yeah, sure. And for, for me, like that was just like, Oh, this is like way better. It was just <laughs> like, it was heavier. It was lower tuned. It was mm-hmm. like kind of dumb at times. Like I liked, I liked the like almost ignorance of it. Sure. Same with like the demigod record. But then like you hear a band like, like Demolik and it's like, this is the weirdest, but best shit ever. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think it was just like, I don't know. Like I heard it. And then when I met Max, we've talked about it and it was, we were both like, that was like our favorite, like kind of like regional, regional style of death metal, I suppose. Yeah. So when we started, it was like, we were pretty like, pretty conscious of like, we're going to be really on the nose about it. We're going to like, just do that. It'll be fine. Because again, we didn't think this was going to be like a, a real band. You know what right, I mean? Right. We were just going to make like a couple like finish death metal style tapes and then hang up our hats. But then, as we kept writing, it was sort of like, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. We can just do whatever we want. And then sort of, I think that's where like, like manner and like the molting tape. And then the last tape we just put out uh, cerulean salvation it was like, those are the three things where it's like, we're just kind of like, we're, we're like writing without a net now. Like we just play what we want. And I find that to be a lot better. Like it's more freeing. Uh, I feel better about what we write. Um, yeah, but definitely like, finished stuff was like what really steered the steered the band at first yeah like the uniting yeah. factor yeah for sure yeah that's cool so is that something that you look for in other bands too like um kind of how you guys have progressed your sound it's not really limited to something uh too much do you look for that in other like let's just say like death metal bands i mean do you pay attention to a lot of that stuff and is that kind of something you would look for is a little bit of something different or do you like the sure, retro sometimes. stuff like i think it depends on the band but like i think that's what makes horrendous so interesting is like they don't sound like their first record anymore right you know yeah I mean? like yeah especially with that especially with the new one and but yeah no for me i like i think for me i i, I definitely have preferences as to like what i like but um for, for me like what makes a good record is just like do those songs get stuck in my head yeah and and that's like that's not a easy thing to do with like a lot of death metal bands because a lot of it is just like i don't want to say it sounds inconsequential but like it just sounds like death metal. Yeah, or you'll forget it after you hear it, maybe. Exactly. It's a little forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, so when records kind of like, when parts of records get stuck in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's what makes a good record. Yeah. 
I was going to say, I mean, that's like what I, I felt like, as, in my opinion, that seems to be the reason why everybody's been digging your guys' so much. At least for me, it's like, I listen to your album, I'm going to get those, some of those riffs stuck in my head after the yeah, fact, you know? it's like, it feels like a dirty word to say, but it's like, yeah, like, there's definitely, like, aspects of our record that make it catchy. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, no. um, I would prefer that. Like, I like when records are catchy. Catchy means it's good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to put out something that's like impenetrable and like, don't get me wrong. Like I love some impenetrable music, but like not, not what I want to write. Right. Um, yeah. So for me, like I think the records that came out this year, are like were one like that. I really liked were ones where it's like, Oh yeah. Like I can't, I can't get that song out of my head. Stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. So since we're, I know since we're doing this as our, like our end of the year episode, can you want to name a couple, especially like in the metal realm, maybe that yeah, you for did sure. latch like, onto? There was definitely like the ones amongst like all of the band, like that we really liked like let's say aside from like well we all like that horrendous record mm-hmm. um we all love that album by mortuous uh through yeah. yeah yeah that record is that record is incredible um we love your feather and bone record really like that new mournful congregation record um that band ghastly from finland i think yeah, yeah. yep they are yeah they're, they're terrific and then I think the other thing for us that like we were just like obsessed with all year was just the band Superstition out of uh, out of New Mexico. I don't think I've checked that one out. So they've got they've got one tape and then they got a two song promo and it's just it's just fucking good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, and is it like death metal or it's, something else? It's a death metal band. It's not. It sounds like more. I don't want to say it sounds like like the earlier wave of death metal, but like it definitely has like some vibes of like early Morbid Angel. Hmm. Um, there's really good atmosphere to it. It's not low tuned, which is like kind of refreshing as someone who plays in a low tuned band. <laughs> right. Um, right. I think they're going to, they're going to put a record out next year on 20 bucks spin. Okay. Um, 20 bucks. Nice. actually repressed their first tape on, on 12 inch. But yeah, that band is terrific. Like they're definitely like, that's, that's a nice thing now about all these other bands you, and you get to know some of these people. And like, I find being inspired by your peers to be like, a very rewarding feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to hear like bands that we like putting out this like really good shit so that we can be like, this is awesome. Like this makes me like want to like keep, yeah. keep writing. Hypes you up. Yeah. yeah. Like it gets you, it gets you stoked, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, it's really cool. That's what's cool about lately with all the cool death metal coming out. It's probably like back in the nineties when if you know, you hear, you know, maybe your death and you hear whatever morbid angel put out something you're just like i you know (laughs) i gotta i gotta top that or do something cool too you know totally and then um we all really like that um that tape which now is seven inch by cerebral rot oh Um, okay that one we really liked uh but yeah stuff like that like i find all those things like they've just been like in my head since i've been like since i first heard them yeah oh that's i mean i'm the same way man that's like kind of like the factor for me Is is it sticking with you yeah that's cool, I man. I'll check that superstitious one out, especially if it's going to be on uh, twenty buck. I mean, I kind of check out most any, most anything that they put out there. Yeah, really was sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that new the new stuff you're writing now. Anything you want to say on that? Is it going to be similar? Are you guys are you trying to do anything different with it? Or are you just kind of sitting down watching basketball and writing riffs? You know. <laughs> um, yeah, like mo- most of the same process. I think I think we're 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 giving a little bit more thought to like what we want to do in the in the studio before we actually go in. Okay. Um. Just like if we want to add any like extra auxiliary stuff or whatever um, to the record. Uh, yeah, like the new tape that we put out, those two songs will be re-recorded for the LP. Oh, okay. And I would say like the rest of the songs kind of fit into that into that style, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. I never know what we like sound like, like as we write new stuff. 
I just know like what I listen to while yeah. I'm writing it, I guess. So like when I like when I'm thinking about what I'm writing and like when I'm talking to Max about it, like we definitely like there's definitely moments where we're like, oh, yeah, this reminds me of like Disincarnate or Cynic or mm-hmm. like um, like mid mid era, like pre Obscura, Gorguts, stuff like that. So it's a little bit more like, I guess, on the technical side, but still going to have like some like definitely some like ignorance to it. Right, right. Good. <laughs> can't really we can't really get away from that. Yeah, so. good. But good, yeah, man. stuff like that. We'll probably record it early next year. We'll put it out probably for the summer. We'll do some touring around then. Right, right on. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You don't have to wait too long then. No. Well, I appreciate the time, man. I really appreciate it. Like I said, uh, it's going to be on the list. I didn't order mine yet or anything like that, but it's, oh, no sweat. it's, one, it's definitely one of those albums that's up there for me. So I really, really appreciate it and I really, really like Thank it. You. Thanks so much.